And now, story time with Mr. Black. In ancient Greece, Socrates was widely lauded for his wisdom. One day, the great philosopher came upon an acquaintance who ran up to him excitedly and said, Socrates, Socrates, do you know what I just heard about one of your students? Wait a moment, Socrates replied. Before you tell me, I'd like you to pass a little test. It's called the test of three. Test of three? That's correct, Socrates continued. Before you talk to me about my student, let's take a moment to test what you're going to tell me about this student. The first test is truth. Have you made absolutely sure that what you're about to tell me is true? No, no, I have not, the man replied. Actually, I just heard about it and wanted to tell you. All right, said Socrates. So you don't really know if it's true or not. Now, let's go ahead to the second test, the test of goodness. Is what you're about to tell me about my student something good? Oh, no, said the man. No, 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 on the contrary, not good. So, Socrates continued, you want to tell me something bad about one of my students, even though you're not certain if it's true or not. The man shrugged, a little embarrassed. Socrates continued, you may still pass the test though, because there is a third test, the filter of usefulness. Is what you want to tell me about my student going to be useful to me? No, not really. Well, concluded Socrates, if what you want to tell me is neither true, nor good, nor even useful, why tell it to me at all? The man, upon hearing the truth that came from Socrates, was defeated and ashamed, and said no more. There's the reason Socrates was a great philosopher and held in such high esteem. Another story I heard was about a farmer who was taking three of his donkeys for sale to the market. On the way, he saw a river and decided to have a dip. Since he only had two ropes to tie the donkeys to a tree, he looked around wondering how to tie the third one. What could he use to secure the third donkey to a tree? In the distance, he saw a sage and figured he's a wise man. He could help. And so he sought the help of this sage. Maybe he had a rope to tie the third donkey. So he went up to the sage and told him his dilemma. However, the sage did not have a rope, but did have a suggestion. He told the farmer, let the third donkey see you tying the other two donkeys to a tree. Then you pretend. You act as if you were tying the third donkey as well. The farmer did as he was told and then went for a dip in the river. Coming back, he thanked the sage and saw that the donkey stood exactly at the same spot where he had left them a few minutes earlier. He untied the two donkeys and then he patted the third one to start moving. After going a little distance with the donkeys, imagine his surprise when he realized that he only had two donkeys going with him. 
The third donkey stood still at the same spot. The farmer did everything he could to make the donkey move. Cajoling, kicking, or talking, nothing helped. The donkey was not going to move. It was refusing to move from the spot. It was like he was tied to a tree. Again, needing some help, the farmer went back to the sage and told him his new predicament. The sage, upon hearing the dilemma, told him, just untie the third donkey. But, protested the farmer, I have not tied him. Remember, you told me just to pretend, to act as if I tied him, but I have not tied him. The sage said, you know that. I know that. But does the donkey know that? Sure enough, the farmer went back and pretended to untie the donkey. And with that, the donkey moved immediately, as though released, and walked over to join the other two donkeys. You know, ladies and gentlemen, we can get bound up by the strangest things, imaginary or real. The unconscious mind does not differentiate between Hollywood and reality. Many of us have been tied to the future based on ropes and knots that were secured in the past. We can get so tied up by so many imaginary ropes, imaginary things, things from our past, which are really non-existent. The only power they have is the power we give them. You see, the truth is there are more mental self-imposed boundaries in our heads and hearts than real-life boundaries and obstacles. But how do you know the difference? It's only possible with proper feedback. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching facebook.com slash L-I-M radio. Make sure to follow, like our post, and share with those you care. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.